Welcome to the 14th episode of Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. I am your host, Dr. Saran Nataki. Thank you for joining. Welcome to Power 365 Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. This podcast will address issues ranging from what is a phenomenal woman? Are you enough? Community service, paying it forward, the manifestation of dreams with words and action, the power in being a woman, the men who support phenomenal women, fashion, and much more. Stay tuned. Okay, welcome back to Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. This week, I have a special treat for you. I am sitting with Miss Tashi K.D. Cooper. She is the author of Redemption's Lullaby. We're going to get into uh, the details of her novel, but first I'd like to introduce you to Tashi herself. She is the owner of Infinite Healing, uh, and she'll tell us a little bit more about um, what Infinite Healing does, but she's also a massage therapy instructor, and she's had Infinite Healing for 13 years. Um, I have to say I have known Tashi for over 20 years. Uh, She's a near and dear friend of mine, and I'm just so proud to be sitting here sharing her with you. So, uh, Tashi, welcome. Welcome to Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, Yes, so my name is Tashi K.D. Cooper. I am a licensed massage therapist, um, an instructor of massage therapy, um, where I teach the entire program from anatomy, physiology, kinesiology, and the various modalities associated with massage from Swedish, prenatal massage, deep tissue, reflexology, um, hot stone massage, and more. I'm also a Reiki master where I teach and attune others to become Reiki practitioners, which is a form of, I like to say, an energetic massage Mm -hmm. um, where you are um, touching and enhancing and balancing the energetic, um, the subtle energies from an energetic perspective, um, not the physical body itself. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Lastly, yes, I do own Infinite Healing. Um, It's a holistic mobile spa. Uh, Primarily, we are working out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I am set up in New Orleans, Louisiana, but right now we're primarily out of Atlanta, Georgia. And what it is is we provide on-site massage therapy and mobile spa services to individuals, couples, um, corporations. Uh, We are available for spa parties, for a lot of um, celebrations, bachelorette, baby showers, girls' night in, things of that sort. Um, Also, what I forgot to mention from an educator perspective, I created a modality called a toning chakra massage, which is where, if anyone knows about chakras, you know that they are energy centers of the body. And you can't really touch, like, energy, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But I've come up with a way where you can positively enhance the chakras by physically um, manipulating the meridians. 
So that's a Tony Chakra Massage, and I teach that and Reiki as continuing education for massage therapists looking to renew their licenses. Mm, wow. That's amazing. Like I, um, I, I know a lot of people are, um, kind of leery about when you start talking about chakras and energy and, um, even Reiki, like they don't understand it. And, um, you know, there are people who are very set in their religions and they feel that it goes against, you know, <laughs> what they might, um, believe, but, you know, maybe before we get into your book, maybe you can talk a little bit about that. Um, because I know from my own experience, um, you know, I don't, I don't perceive it that way, you know, as being against anyone's religion. It's just more about, um, you know, like you, like you mentioned, you know, balancing the energy, um, within you and around you and through you. Um, so that, um, well, you, you, you're the expert, <laughs> so you can tell us more, more about that more eloquently than I can. But, um, but I know that there are, you know, just even like when people, you know, just I, like I have a really good friend. Um, she's actually been on the co- podcast. Uh, she's a yoga instructor, and um, you know, people are like, "Oh no, <laughs> I'll mess around with yoga." But <laughs> it's, um, you know, it, it's she's she's also she's also Christian. She also, you know, gets Reiki massages. Like, you know, so it's. Um, do you, can you talk a little bit about that? Like how, um, just kind of uh, dispelling maybe fear that others might have in terms of seeking out um, Reiki and what the benefits are? Well, um, I always start off with defining Reiki by breaking down the name Reiki. So Rei means spiritual wisdom, and Ki also pronounces Chi. Chi is life force energy. So Reiki is spiritually guided life force energy. And what it is is that the practitioner is acting as a vesicle, um, a, sorry, a vessel for the energy to flow through. Um, mm-hmm. And it's n- it has nothing to do with religion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really just being there with your client and allowing the life force energy, which animates us, mm-hmm. to come through and help to balance out um any imbalances in the body and it promotes relaxation um it helps to de-stress um the muscles um and it helps to in some cases provide clarity in the mind um but there's no um it's not surrounded, um, it's not backed by a religion. It's mm-hmm. just, if you go from the perspective of, um, and I think we all can relate to this concept where you walk into a room mm-hmm. and you just say, you know what, it just doesn't feel right in here, right. and you walk out of the room. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know what happened. It's, it's probably an empty room, but what probably occurred right before you walked in could have been an argument and what you're sensing is that energy mm-hmm. and sometimes that energy could be good energy too because sometimes you just like um there's some people you just love being around you're drawn to them where there's some people not so much and it's the energy their aura um right. and what 
um, fuels the aura would be the chakras, these energetic centers of the body. And sometimes the chakras could be off and Reiki can help balance them out, mm-hmm. which will entail um, make you more relaxed, um, a little de-stressed and more inviting to the people around you. Yeah. Wow. That's an that's an excellent uh, explanation. So you can be any religion and still benefit from Reiki. Reiki. Yeah. That's yes. yeah. That's I think that's really important uh, <laughs> to bring forth because especially right now that with everything going on in the world where we have a global pandemic and people are really um, stressed um, by being yes. in their homes, you know. Yes. Um, you know, maybe needing to um, invite positive energy in their homes, especially if they're in their homes with, you know, other people and um, there's conflict and, uh, and, and things like that, that, you know, need to, you have to, that's real life. You know, we have to survive those, that's those situations and, and still be comfortable in our space. You know, we're forced to be at this point. So, um, so that's that's really I I would love to talk to you more about um in a more formal way um about uh Reiki and um how um someone might be able to uh cleanse the energy in their homes maybe on a, on another episode. Yeah. So um so here on Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays um uh, we have um several questions that um that are asked to every person that is interviewed in relationship to um, what is a phenomenal woman and, um, you know, how you would define that in your life. So I want to start first by asking you, Tashi, um, what does it mean to be a phenomenal woman? Okay, so I feel like the... um the center of my answer will lies the um, phrase to thine own self be true mm-hmm. because when a woman is true to herself mm-hmm. um, then everything she puts forth is truth and to me being true to yourself is being connected to your higher self the source God all that it is, all that is mm-hmm. um, the great I am and when you're connected to that source, you move from a space um, of righteousness, mm-hmm. even if that righteousness is from what's right for you. Because mm-hmm. what's right or wrong for you may be different from what's right or wrong for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a phenomenal woman is someone that is a genuinely good person. They have a good heart. Um, they acknowledge their strengths, their, um, gifts and their skills, and they seek ways in which to share it, share their strengths, um, and skills. Um, I think they are goal oriented, um, and possess a lot of courage. Because to be phenomenal, sometimes you have to go against the grain. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like sometimes courage lives there as well. You know, and I have to agree with you. Um, you know, being authentic 
Lee Yu, does take a lot of courage because, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially with social media, we get pulled into trying to um, align ourselves with images, external images of beauty, um, external images of success. Um, You know, I always find it interesting when I come across individuals who will try to compare um, the level of success of one person to another uh, and even against themselves. I think it's kind of a moot issue because success is relative to the individual. If you have person A who aspires to be um, financially wealthy, but person B doesn't even, that's not on the radar for them. Person B may be very successful in what they do and what they aspire to achieve in this lifetime versus person A because financial wealth is not the measure of success for that person. So it's really not, um, it's not, it's not relevant to, (laughs) to compare. And so when, when we're being ourselves and being authentic, we are challenged to not aspire to what those external um, sources of validation. So I think that is the, the, the most appropriate term, courageous. Like it, it absolutely yeah. is um, a yeah. courageous thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. So who, um, who would you say have been the phenomenal women in your life? I will say that I have been blessed to be surrounded by a lot of phenomenal women um, within my family, friends, and socially. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to cite um, some women of my family. Mm -hmm. Uh, My mother Mm -hmm. um, was a teenage pregnancy, Mm -hmm. um, dropped out of high school, and... She had a goal and a dream to attain her undergraduate degree before she turned 40 years old, and she did so on her 39th birthday. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's phenomenal um, based upon the humble beginnings that she came from. And mm-hmm. then she went on to um, attain two master's degrees after that. Um, and I just feel that that is phenomenal. Um her older sister, um, my Auntie Barbara, my mother's name is, I, I like to call out names, so mm-hmm. my mother's name is Muli Kali Hayes, and her sister, my aunt, her name is Barbara Wright. Um, she was the first of her generation to, um, she defied poverty and being the little girl to go around and ask the neighbors for, um, they had extra change or food and she went from that um to leaving new orleans they were raising the projects um to leaving new orleans moving to california and going to college graduating getting her master's becoming a school teacher and then by the time she retired she was a principal of her own school and i just think like that's phenomenal her and my mom, they're phenomenal. Um, two aunts on my dad's side, I want to cite um, 
I can hear um, it. Yeah, I get emotional. <laughs> I'm, I'm emotional listening to you because when you talk about, especially your mother's sister and your mom, you know, um, I think that it's so amazing to have real women in your life. And by real women, I mean women who have actually had to go through a little something, you know, it's not, um, it's easy to look at someone who appears to have it all together and Mm -hmm. be living what society might um, deem the perfect life. But when you have someone in your life who's been a real woman, um, someone who has had to, um, jump over hurdles who's been imperfect and um, has lived an imperfect life um, but still managed to create great things that is right. absolutely um, that's that's like the best gift a, a woman can give another woman and so you're very blessed to have had that in your life not only for your mom but you know from from your her sister as well so that's thank you for sharing that but you were go ahead you were talking about your um your yeah. father's mom, father's sisters sisters yeah mm-hmm. thank you um you're welcome um so my um the oldest aunt her name is Edna Newton she's named after my grandmother Edna um she's like the thread that keeps from from my perspective, that keeps the family together. She is so kind. She has such a huge heart. Um, she makes you feel so special, right? Mm. I can only imagine that the relationship she has with everyone, her brothers and sisters, and all of us, nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. that everyone feels so special, right? I know I... I do, and when I was um, in my 20s, I would say mid-20s to early 30s, I would call her a lot when I lived in New York, and I would, she lives in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I would call her a lot, and um, she always had patience with me, and we'll just talk, and I just loved, I loved how she loved, mm-hmm. and I love how she cared, and her patience with me, and um because I would ask her questions about different recipes, and mm-hmm. I was vegan, and she's a meat eater, but she taught me um, about different spices to use when I cook. Mm-hmm. And um, she taught me how to bake from scratch, but from afar. It's not mm-hmm. like we ever have shared a kitchen together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I love her. I love how she loves. And mm-hmm. um that's beautiful. So that's my auntie Edna and my auntie Trollin. Um, being true to oneself, <laughs> she is the definition. Well, all of everyone holds this definition in their own way. Yeah. Um. So let me just say that her name is Trollin Bertrand, and she reflected what self confidence is to me, self love is. Um, and how to value self in the midst of being in a relationship. And when that, um, when you're not honored at the level that you set for yourself, then you have to have the courage to step away. Mm-hmm. No matter how long, how many years you've been in the situation, but yeah. I just, I always admired her and her, um, 
what's the the word? Um, oh my gosh, I can't think of the word. But how she, it's like she knew what she needed to do. She would do it, and it was done. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't. Um, but at the same time, I want you all to know that she is a loving and. Like, I love how she loves and uh, how she cares as well. It's not like she doesn't believe in, like, second chances, but I like I like and love how she values herself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's my Auntie Trillin, and she's sassy and outgoing, and I love that about her. just like to have fun. Um, and then uh, my sisters, I have some awesome sisters. My sister Winnie, I lovingly call her Winnie. Her mm-hmm. name is Winifred Yancey. Mm-hmm. And she's so smart, so intelligent. Um, she graduated undergrad in electrical engineering, and now she is, um, she's always, she's been working for DWP for a very, I would say about, I know over, 20 years and she's not um she's not working as an engineer anymore i know she uh she's a director of legislative and intergovernmental affairs she says she calls herself an in-house lobbyist and i'm like wow that sounds so important but i i just love Winnie. <laughs> like but my mom was a single my mom was also a single parent and she took care of me when my mother wasn't around. Yeah. She made sure my hair was combed, that my my clothes were ironed, that I was fed in the morning um, uh, just before going to school. Um, and I just, I appreciate her so much. Yeah. Um, and then I have my sister, Deneen Ray, who, in addition to having a full-time day job, she is an ordained reverend. She is the pastor of, um, the youth pastor of a church um, out in California. And I just think that is so phenomenal to um, help guide the youth on their spiritual journeys. And then I have a a sister, and her name is Janine Ray, if I didn't say it. Mm -hmm. And then my, the last sister I want to share with you guys is my sister Rhonda. Her name is Rhonda Cooper. And she is phenomenal talented, multi-talented, um, a good heart. She is, um, an expert with fresh flowers. She's the, um, head florist at one of the Whole Foods here. And the, uh, the way she can put together, uh, arrangements and design for weddings and baby showers. She's just so creative and no one on this Earth really um, can touch her her cooking. She is an awesome cook and caterer. She's just she's phenomenal. I feel like I'm a good cook from a vegan perspective. Mm-hmm. She's a great. I come from a family of great cooks because, like I said, my aunt is good, and Rhonda is an awesome cook and a, a good heart. Like all these women have great hearts, um, and they have overcome challenges in ways where I'm not wanting or choosing to put their business out. But for them to be these wonderful individuals, they had to overcome some things. And um, 
can I applaud them and appreciate their presence in my life? Mm. I hope I didn't go to no, no, everyone deserved exactly the time that you gave them. I mean, that's beautiful. I just, um, as I'm listening to you, I just hear the love that you have for them yeah. in your voice. You know, um, it, it really yeah. does, you know, translate, you know, how much you care for them and how much you appreciate their influence on your life. And um, like when you're talking about your aunt who just the way that she loves, you know, and so that sounds like she's perfected how to love unconditionally, you know, and that's just such a, like when you have someone in your life that just loves you without conditions, that is, um, I, there's no way to really describe that feeling. Like you, you feel that you can go to them and, and pour out, um, without, um, judgment, you know, maybe they have advice, but there's no judgment and it sounds like that's what you have with her. So, um, yeah, thank you for, for sharing that, that intimate space, you know, about your family and how you feel about them. I, I, I can appreciate, um, how intimate that is and the vulnerability, um, in your voice. So thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. And I want to say I have beautiful friends like you, that are phenomenal as well, and I would hate to name them all and forget someone. <laughs> so I just want to stick with um with my family. Yeah, um, no, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah, they they created you. That that's the blood that's running through your veins. So you have that um their legacy. You know the DNA, um the the yeah. legacy that we have. So um. The last question um, uh-huh. that is um, the more standard question is, um, you know, have you adopted any of the characteristics um, that you've mentioned of your family into your own person? Um, you know, maybe highlight um, three or four characteristics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you my hat. Three or four. Three or four. Now, take as much time as you need. <laughs> okay well I feel like um, I feel like that I've definitely in my own right have overcome some challenges Mm -hmm. and um, have chosen courageously to choose my own path as opposed to the path that maybe my mother would have um, wanted Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. to go down or even me um trying to follow in the footsteps of my sister Winnie. Um, mm-hmm. I, and that was just me personally, but I, I found my own path and I, I am courageously walking um, on that path as mm-hmm. far as choosing healing and um, teaching people how to heal mm-hmm. and offering the service to help the masses heal, not just me one person, but contracting out therapists to help me to help others to mm-hmm. heal, and then teaching people mm-hmm. um, energetically how to be of service as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that I'm of service and that um, to thine own self, I am being true. Okay. Yeah. Um, For sure. I feel. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and I feel like I am. Um, let's see. I feel like I have, as I mature, I have a much stronger um, and solid relationship with my higher self, with the great I am. And in that, um, because of my walk, it has forced me to embody forgiveness from myself and others, which I feel helps me to overall become a even more good-hearted person because I feel like I have a good heart. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it it gets lighter and it's more welcoming and not so guarded as I release and let go of past issues or challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, is that three? What I said, I do want to, if I can say um, one one person outside of my family that I feel is like a literal angel walking on this earth who is a phenomenal woman mm-hmm. and her name is LaShawn Brenton. Oh, yeah. I just want to mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I think, I think that is it. Did I answer your question? You did. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And I would agree with you. LaShawn is amazing. She's, she's got a very warm heart and her ability to love unconditionally is just, I, 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 I admire that about her. Um, yeah, things she's accomplished and absolutely. She just has a, a huge heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. A real woman. One of these real women we're talking about. So. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Okay. So, so Tashi, you have um, recently published a book, Redemption's the Lullaby, and um, awesome, awesome job. I, I it it doesn't read like someone who wrote a novel for the very first time. So congratulations on that. It's it's really awesome. Yeah. So what would you say was your inspiration for writing the book? I was my inspiration. Um, the book is based on the main character um, was a victim of sexual assault. And um, in the beginning, mm-hmm. I was writing my story. But as I continued writing, it kind of turned into a different story. Um, or I should say someone else's story. But it was interesting because there were times that I had to put it down because there were moments where I had to sit with the information myself um, as I guess I was still healing in my own way as well. But I would say I was, uh, I inspired me and I want um, folks who have experienced this type of abuse or um, any abuse to know that there is light um, within you that is just uh, waiting for you to turn it on. Mm-hmm. Um, and within inside of the book, uh, the character does different things in which she helps to turn on this light within her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. So 
Yeah, I um when you're talking about in your dedication, so you talk about the light within her. Um in your dedication, you say, um, this book is dedicated to universal truth and all of my ancestors. I am who I am. And I, I don't that just when I read that, it just really touched me um in a very um profound way. It really the words really just resonated with me. Can you tell me about what that dedication means? Um, the universal truth and all of my ancestors, I am who I am. Um, I feel that universal truth is love. Um, love is at the center of most things, most people, most situations, whether um, you're having a loving moment or a happy moment, you're expressing love, but even when there is anger or fear, um, to recognize love and or forgiveness, um, which is within love, which is inside of love, um, that's where the whole universal truth comes from. So uh, this journey... Um, the main character's name is Corinne Rivers. Mm-hmm. She was pretty much redefining what self-love was for her. Mm-hmm. And she was realigning her relationship with God, the source, mm-hmm. um, the great I am. And so in so doing that, she recalled um, stories she had heard of her ancestors and recognized that Maybe some of her wounds were her wounds, but also wounds of her ancestors, seeing that their DNA was flowing through her blood as well. Mm, yeah. And and so that's where it's dedicated to universal truth, where love, even through the midst of this turmoil, this, um, this chaos of um, abandonment, guilt, and shame that she felt from being raped, um, there's this underlying love. Mm-hmm. There's this underlying universal truth um, because she eventually forgives herself and others, um, people that she didn't even know she was holding resentment towards, mm-hmm. and then um, basically able to define who she is. And the great I am, that statement in itself, I am, gives you that opportunity to define who you are. And so yeah, well, I am who I am. Wow. I, you know, as, the, I, <laughs> as you're saying that, like I'm, I'm, I'm getting all emotional. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm a crier. So, um, anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> I cry on commercials and stuff like that. So, uh, <laughs> so like on real life stuff, I'm, I'm crying, but, um, <laughs> but no, one of the things, so when you, you're talking about that, you're talking about the ancestors and like their blood running through their veins. And I was, um, in conversation with someone and I was sharing with them my DNA results from like ancestry.com. Right. So, um, I have, I had these results and, um, I was asked how I felt about them because the percentages are what they are. And there's kind of, there's a mix of different things and I'm African-American. And so, 
my response was, I'm so proud of them because I am a descendant of the strongest, right? So the, the so those who who came through the Middle Passage and yeah. even with the influence of, even with that European influence that um, eventually um, trickled down to create me, there was survivorship. Like, you know, there was, um, there were women who had to survive and do what they had to do to get me here. And I am a descendant of them. And so when you talk about um, her reflection on her ancestors and her ancestors' stories, I really believe that a lot of what we carry with us as women are, uh, is a result of the experiences of our ancestors' past. So I think that's why that dedication really resonated with me um, in, in the way that you explained um, you know, what that meant and how you came about that is like, it's perfect. It really oh. does like really speak to, you know, um, the reasons why it touched me. So I hope that it resonates with other people. If they have a chance to pick this up. Um, yeah, it, I think you did, you know, such an amazing, and Corinne herself. So when you talk about, um, one of the other things that um, resonated with me, so when you introduce the main character um, who, who narrates the book, she talks about um, sharing the video of her life. So, you you know, you, you use that terminology, the video of her life. What inspired that analogy for you when, um, when you, you're discussing or when Corinne is discussing um, or starts to introduce her life right. in terms of a video. Right. I I feel like it initiated, um, I don't know when, how old I was. I can't remember, but my mother has always kind of referred to our life as our life script mm -hmm. type of thing. And so I feel like we're all main characters in our own movie or in our own script. Mm -hmm. and, and we have supporting cast members. We have sound engineers, stage managers. <laughs> Sometimes we have to take a retake. And so what I, um, so I just kind of played on, I guess, that banter between me and my mom when we would talk about what's going on in our life script. Mm -hmm. And I just played on that and mm -hmm. added it to my book. Yeah, no, that, that, <laughs> that is, um, that makes sense, you know, especially, um, knowing, you know, you, well, knowing what I know of your mom and, um, and you and, you know, and also like when you talk about, cause there are people who believe that, um, we plan our lives before we come. Right. So, um, so that, that kind of put me in mind of that uh, in terms of the video of her life, you know. Right. Um, oh, I see yeah. where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you can, yeah, you, you can take it from that perspective as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to. Um, or just even a life I review, feel. like a, a review of your life, you know, when, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I had an experience, um, 
where a loved one came to me in a dream state and said that, um, you know, she had to go to a place where she had to review her life's lessons, you know? And so, yeah. Um, and, and I mean, I'll I'll just be transparent as my mother, my mother came to me and said that to me. Nice. Yeah. I love that. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, so that, so I guess, you know, just the timing, me reading the book and then having had that experience not too long ago, um, uh-huh. it just really like, wow, the video for life. Um, right. Yeah. And without giving away the book, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it without mm-hmm. you, but you really are kind of getting snippets of, yeah. Um, different parts of her life because yeah. she, she takes you through some moments mm-hmm. um, at different stages of her life and um, and just like with a video to me you can rewind you can fast forward yeah. and when you read the book you probably kind of see what I'm talking about yeah. <laughs> as far as fast forwarding and rewinding mm-hmm. and, yeah yeah, that's those us. of you not you reading the book, but those of you listening. Yes, <laughs> the collective you out there. Yeah, <laughs> the collective you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I liked your analogy. I love that. Um, yeah, about well, reviewing your life like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the beauty of writing, right? So you um, are able to bring out or touch people in ways that you maybe didn't even intend. Right. Everyone has their own interpretation. They can walk away with something even different, you know, um, your your message and their own, you know, so that's, that's a gift, um, to be able to touch someone like that. Yeah. So, um, so you, you've kind of talked about Corinne and, and her journey. Um, she's trying to find the light within her. Um, you know, I personally, when I read the book, I found it to be, um, very relatable, um, the characters um, have very real language. So uh, if you read this book, um, you'll um, you really get um, in touch with the, um, the space that each character is in um, when you're reading it. You know, that the language that's used, um, you, you sense the anger, the hurt, the vulnerability at various times. Um, based on how you wrote it, and I, I think you did, you know, such an amazing job with that. It makes Thank the characters you. like really tangible, so you really um, you can identify with, um, you know, a Karen in your life. You know, if it's not, uh-huh. and at times, like you, you know, if you're really real and you're reading it, I think uh, most women can relate to Corinne at various points in time in their own life. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, So is there anything you wish for us to learn from Corinne or any other character in the book? Like what, what's, what is the thing that you hope that we learn from her? Hmm. Um, Have a connection with your higher self. Um, um, If you don't have one, create one with your higher self Um, with the source um, there is light, um, at the end of such an experience. Um, though I don't talk about this, well, I, I touched on it a little bit, 
um, anyone that is a survivor of sexual abuse, Mm -hmm. um, there are resources out there for you. Some of them are free. Mm -hmm. Um, Me personally, um, my experience happened to me when I was in high school, and I didn't get counseling until I was about 24 years old. So I was 16, so eight years later. And I just... um, this was before the internet, but some kind of way I looked up and found a free resource. At the time, it was at a Y, and I got like eight free individual sessions and then unlimited group sessions. And I feel like it'll just kind of help you process things, um, help you know that no matter what, if you say no and someone still moves to violate you, that it's rape. As long as you said no, it's rape. So know that it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. And in that knowing, um, have the courage to forgive yourself. Because sometimes you can beat yourself up for multiple reasons of like yeah. how you even got in that position. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, just know that. Um, it's not your fault. Um, you are loved. You are supported. Um, even if it's through the um, universal truth and your ancestors, that you you have a fan club. Some folks, they could be on the spiritual realm, but they are rooting for you mm-hmm. and rooting for your healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's awesome. I always say, surround yourself with people who root for your rise. Yeah, root root for your rise. (laughs) You know, um, so that's that's awesome. I um, I think that you know, well, when I look at the um, CDC and how they report um, rape statistics, um, they say that nearly one in every five women um, are raped. and it's assumed that that's even underreported. So as women, you know, we um, unfortunately uh, have these hurdles that come before us and sometimes we're taken advantage of. And like you said, it's really important not to um, beat yourself up over decisions you may have made or how um, you found yourself in certain situations or, or even if at that time it just wasn't the right time or you just didn't feel strong mm-hmm. enough to come forward. Um, forgive yourself and allow yourself yes. the healing, you know, um, allow yourself to, to, to heal and, root for your rise, you know, tap into that mm-hmm. inner part of yourself that, um, it's that place where you've had to pull out the things <laughs> that you didn't even know existed, that strength that you didn't even know existed, where you've been able to get through your most difficult moments. It's that kind of strength that, you know, it requires. And so, um, but it, yeah, but yeah. thank you for, for sharing, um, this, book with us. I mean, this is just a really, I'm, I'm so proud of you and your accomplishment with this. And, thank um, you. and thank you for sharing your time with us on Can Phenomenal I add Woman one, Wednesdays. Yes, one, absolutely. I'm so sorry. I wanted to add one perspective in regards 
when when you find yourself in a particular situation mm-hmm. to be clear with your communication because mm-hmm. I do have a scene in the book where it makes it's almost like the the male is the victim in this situation mm-hmm. but it was because of unclear communication mm-hmm. so if you mean no say it out loud be clear that that's what you're saying mm-hmm. um and that's just, I just wanted to state that just from, to give a different perspective, because yeah. um, it's not always the um, female that is the victim sometimes. Sometimes there are men or males that find them in victim situations, but being accused of being the rapist. Mm-hmm. Um so I just wanted to say that, um, be clear of what you're communicating and just state it clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. When there's sense. no gray line. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this, um, moment and you definitely, um, helped it to be a very pleasurable experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I think, um, we could probably talk for hours <laughs> uh, about so many things that um, I think, you know, we have a lot to, to, to discuss maybe on future episodes, like what you know, I mentioned earlier. And um, what do you think, what's next for you? Do you see yourself writing another book or, you know, what's next? Yeah. Next. Um, I call myself a Kashi of many trades, gifts and desires. Um, <laughs> I and I'm not one to share what I'm working on yeah. but I will say that it is um, whether it's a product or service it will have to do with um, holistically healing the mind body and spirit um, I mm. do at some point in my life would like to write another novel but I'll be honest it's not at the forefront of my mind there's other things that mm-hmm I I want to do first mm-hmm. in um I don't know like maybe in my late fifties or sixties I'll look at writing mm-hmm. another novel. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. No, I mean, you know, it's um, it, it's what resonates with you, your own journey. So, um, yeah. you know, those you have so many gifts, and I, when I was listening to you talk about all your training and. Um, you know, the modality that you created. I remember one time, I'll just share this. So I used to um, travel um, once a year to Atlanta and I would, um, you know, call Tashi. (laughs) I'm coming, I'm coming to town, you know, let's sit and talk. So um, (laughs) I I would sit and Tashi would be like, what's what's up? What's new? And I would uh, spill out all my life's drama. Like, oh my Lord, it was this and that. And then, (laughs) and one one time (laughs) you you were so patient, you know, you're so, I appreciate that. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm much more evolved now. I, w- I wouldn't do that to you at this point, but, um, so yeah, you were so patient with me and you just like, you know what? Next time you come, I'm gonna give you a chakra massage. <laughs> like, 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 let me heal this child. Let me, let me, help, let me, help, let me help you. <laughs> let me balance your energies. Cause 
clearly <laughs> you have a lot going on because every year you coming up in here telling me all. <laughs> right, right. But no. And you know, we can still do that because Reiki, you can do at a distance. So we need to make that Okay, happen. okay. Well, I'm, yeah, that's nothing but a word. I'm always down for some healing. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So I remember that. And, um, and that you know, <laughs> and you offering <laughs> that you're like, let me, let me, child, let me help you because. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, um, thank you so much for um, for taking this time to talk with me and and share this amazing book and not just your book, but you know, a piece of you. You know, you've been very vulnerable and transparent here. And um, the people who listen to my podcast are authentic women. They are really striving. Like, I, I really believe that my audience is made up of women who, who really seek to um, get in touch with their authentic selves. And, um, and I think you've really provided, you know, some great food here to feed their souls. So, oh, nice. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And can I state that you can get Redemption's Lullaby at Google.com, Barnes and Noble, and Amazon as well. It's available in print and ebook format. Absolutely. And I will also there will also be a link for the purchase of the book in the show notes. So um that will be available Yay. to all of my listeners. And thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Power 365 Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. I believe that every woman gives the universe with her own strengths and unique characteristics. Simply because she is born, the universe benefits. Every woman is growing, learning, and evolving. On this channel, only positive seeds are sown, no matter how flawed the soil. Take care and have a phenomenal Wednesday.